right, you are just in time for a first ever Just Us Nerds podcast interview. We are with the, I want to say one of the great artists around, Mr. Chad Thomas. <laughs> uh, he Hi. was kind enough to, to join us for, for the evening. Uh, just a little background uh, about Chad. Uh, he uh, has been an artist on uh, books such as Mega Man, uh, through uh, Archie Comics, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, currently uh, art, do, doing artwork for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The New Animated Adventures, uh, through IDW. Who is one of my favorite comic companies as of right now. Yeah, we, we, we talk about IDW we all the time on the show. Lot. Yeah, we, we really like their, their stuff. Um, graduate of the Savannah College of Art and Design, uh, Please, all everyone, uh, all hail, all hail, everyone, welcome Chad Thomas. Yeah. All right. How, how's 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 Texas this evening? It, it's pretty good. It's it's not too bad. Excellent. So over here. Yeah. Excellent. F- fantastic. So um, you are. Uh, I mean, you are living the dream. That's, you really are, man. That so many of pretty us much. really want want yeah. to do. You you're a. It you're, really is the dream. I mean, like you know, I am. I'm one of the rare people who who got to do what they wanted to do. Uh, like when I'm seven, I was like, yeah, I want to draw comic books. So, and that's what I get to do. It's not every day you kind of meet somebody who's doing what they wanted to do when they were right. a kid. And so it's not, and it's I not just it. it's like, awesome. and it's not just like you doing lame comic books. You're actually doing pretty cool <laughs> comic books. I mean, these are really cool. Well, the whole reason I draw comics in the first place is because of the Ninja Turtles. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if I would be drawing comic books if it weren't for the turtles in the first place. So to have a chance to actually kind of make a mark on the characters and, and work on the all ages book. And uh, it's, it, it really is a dream come true. It truly is. So I've, I've loved every minute of it over the past three years. It's been uh, great. So you, you mentioned, did you say, I think uh, as young as seven that you kind of yeah, knew well, that? Yeah. I mean, I was drawing when I was, I mean, younger than that, but it was around like seven or eight years old when like I got my hands on some comic books for the first time. And, uh, like Archie comics had the Ninja Turtles license, mm-hmm. uh, back way back when, and they were doing the, the all ages books. And that's kind of really that. And, and like, a you know, I think a Spider-Man and a Wolverine comic, my, my mom picked up for me at Walden books. Oh, uh, wow. there's an old throwback. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at a Walden <laughs> books. <laughs> there you go. So she picked those up for me at Walden Books, and uh, and then I just kind of got hooked, and I just never stopped reading comics. I never, you know, up until then, I just kind of watched cartoons on TV. Uh, I read comics, and I was like, man, this is this is it. This is what I want to do. So I was I was sure of it back then. So to, yeah, so I'm I'm doing it. <laughs> Fantastic. Can can you tell us a little bit about the book you're you're currently working on, uh, the uh, TMNT Adventures? Sure. Who who would you say? I, I was doing. So there was originally it was called New Animated Adventures, and it was a book that took place kind of within the. the there's a new Nickelodeon cartoon. It's not new. It's been around out for about four years, and it's it doing well within that universe. Um, mm-hmm. And then they rebooted the book to Amazing Adventures, and that book just went on hiatus. Like this is the last issues coming out. Uh, like I think in like a few weeks. So I'm currently kind of done with the turtles, sort of. Uh, but they have some. There's a big mini series that's doing a Batman meets uh, the animated turtles. I'm doing some covers. Oh, that. that's awesome! Um, yeah, we, we just talked about Samarva. that on the show. John Samarva is doing the the interiors uh, for for that book, 
and it's going to be like animated Batman and animated Turtles instead of the um, like the kind of uh, grittier Batman and the grittier Turtles meeting. So it's going to be a lot more all ages friendly. The other one I thought was also all ages friendly, yeah. super fun. But um, so I'm going to have I'm going to get to have my hand, and I'm going to get to check off draw Batman off the bucket list. So there, <laughs> I get to do I get to have drawn Batman at least once in my life. So that's awesome, Ch- um, Chad. Did you did so you grow up at all with the Paul around. Dini cartoon? Did you did you watch the, the Paul cow, Dini? Oh yeah, I, I that's to me it's the definitive Batman. I I that's my Batman. That's the one that when I'm like I wanna. I need to read a Batman book, or I want to watch. I need to. Yes. Batman. I'll, I'll just throw those on in the background and watch. Absolutely. Those. So, Amen, yeah. brother. So I got to ask you, with, with you yeah. doing the turtles, you saying you being influenced by the turtles, and and you putting your mark on there. Who's your favorite? Everyone's got their favorite. Okay. Well, this is all right. So way way back back in the eighties, uh, in the cartoon, Raphael was a lot more sarcastic and funny, and he was my favorite when I was You're kid. like the and, one um, person who likes Raphael. No, no, not, not, no. That, I liked that old Raphael mm. because he was funny. And then as they've kind of drawn closer to the books, Raph is more of the Wolverine, the bully. Yeah. The group, and he's not my favorite anymore. Mm. And now it's probably Donatello. Yes, that's my Michelangelo, guy. Michelangelo is my favorite to draw. Um, mm. But Donnie's my favorite turtle. But Michelangelo, if, I, if you're like, hey, draw a turtle for me, I'm going to want to draw Mikey. He's and what's, so expressive, he's fun, he's just, he's the character that I, that I like to draw. Yeah, and I've seen one of your covers, you know, you have Mikey, and then you have him in the boxer shorts with the little hearts on him and stuff like that. And it looks fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's, I love Mikey. He just, he, there's always some expression, something he's doing, he's always kind of, you know, bringing the, the comedy to, to the book in a lot of ways. So I, I, I always try to bring that to him whenever I draw him. We, we have to try to maintain a somewhat professional yeah, veneer, so I'm going to try to limit gushing. But let me just <laughs> say, you, you've really, you know, you've really captured uh, the, 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 the look uh, from from the Thank cartoon. You. Right down, I mean, to the gap in the, the, yeah. the teeth yeah. uh, for, for Donnie. Um, yeah, yeah, so, no, brilliant, brilliant work. Um, let me ask you, apart, obviously, from your interpretation of the, the, the Ninja Turtles, um, what, what would you say is your, your second favorite? Uh, what, so what other uh, media or Character. artist uh, rendering of the Turtles would, oh, would you gosh. say is your next right, favorite? Well, this is kind of a cheat, um, because I, I'm kind of... My, my version of the Turtles, I wouldn't say is my favorite, like I, but, but the, the, the version of the Turtles on Nickelodeon, that the cartoon that is out now that my book is The Amazing Adventures and New Animated Adventures was associated with, um, that's my favorite version. I really think they nailed the Turtles in this cartoon show. Yeah, I agree. They got their personalities perfect. They're, the, the designs are excellent because back in the 80s and you know even kind of the early 2000s uh, show, if you took the turtles' weapons and their masks away, you really couldn't tell who's who. Nope, agreed. And, uh, so when you look at these turtles and you take their masks and their weapons away, you know exactly who's who. Like Mikey's shorter, he's got freckles. Donnie's taller, he's got that gap in his tooth. Rat's got scars and chips all over himself. You just kind of, you know, just from an artistic standpoint, I'm like, man, they they did what I I always kind of complained to friends. I'm like, man, I love the turtles, but. They need to kind of shift the designs a little bit so you kind of can see from silhouette, like who's who, and they just nailed it with the show. Um, so this just kind of became my favorite Turtles because it's also drawing from 
all like all the eras of the turtles. So like if you like the eighty the Archie comic, they're gonna pull some stuff from that. If you like the old turtles, like the Mirage comics, the Kevin uh, the Eastman and Laird stuff, they're gonna pull from that. The movie stuff, they're gonna pull from that. They're pulling from IDW stuff. Like they're just throwing it all in and just mixing it up, and it just feels great. It's just it feels right. Yeah, I no, I, I agree with you. Like I said, um, we're, yeah, we're huge fans. Pretty much anybody who's working on the, ID, the regular IDW series nowadays is just so good, whether it's like Sophie Campbell or, you know, uh, Santa Loco or, you know, just everybody who's worked on that book has just done amazing work. And so that's one I definitely pick up monthly and drew over that because it's so good. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you, we're, yeah. we're huge fan, fans of IDW. I love the way that they've been mixing and matching and putting stuff together. Um, yeah. Besides the Turtles, what other properties or characters um, have you not worked on but you want to? I mean, I would love to. I mean, I get to, like I said, I get to draw a Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can say I did it. Yeah. Um, I would love to do probably The Flash or Spider-Man, even if it was just like a cover or if it was like a... You know, it could be, heck, it could be a coloring book for all of them. <laughs> but just to say, like, hey, I, I got to draw, you know, some, like a Marvel character, a DC character, just kind of have that on the resume, have that that I can just, like I said, check it off the bucket list. Because, I mean, I, I got to do what I wanted to do. When I was a kid, I wanted to draw the all-ages turtles. That's it. And I got to do that. So um, when I when I think of who else I want to, you know, put my hand on, like, it'd be fun to, you know, kind of have to do a Spider-Man or something like that. I mean, I love, uh, like, Scotty Young's um, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, I'd love to do some space opera, you know, funny animal stuff. That'd be fun. Chris, I'm I'm kind of wanting to see a Turtles Rocket Raccoon crossover. (laughs) Chad, can you make that happen? (laughs) So I don't know if I can make it happen. Now that we're kind of talking about it, who who are your heroes in the comic industry? Like, who are the people that you've gone to that you've... I know there's so I mean, many. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, so, so who, like, who am I reading nowadays? Who, like, who, do I like from an artistic or writer standpoint? I mean, there's just so many. I mean, like, for when I look at uh, writing, I mean, Mark Wade's my favorite writer. And, uh, I mean, from you know, from his Flash days to Kingdom Come to Fantastic Four, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. Like, those are to me, those are just seminal runs on books um and they're, they're so seminal to me that's like i i don't feel like i'm like all right i don't really need to read another fantastic four book i would love to i'm sure there are great ones but i'm like I, this is this is the one i wanted to read because mm-hmm. uh, mike ringo on that fantastic four book and the flash book um he's one of my favorite artists of all time i just love his work so much i'm so sad that he's gone um and i i still will pull out his his books and his sketchbooks and um, uh, you know, little, uh, just uh, the modern masters that he did and just kind of go through it and devour it because his work to me really spoke to me when I was younger in college and kind of influenced me a lot. I mean, God, I mean, look at Paul Dini and Bruce Tim stuff on the Batman animated series. That yeah. was a major influence on me as a kid. Um, you know, and then, I mean, even down to Disney cartoons, you know, and all that, like Glenn Keane and all the work that he's done uh, in animation. So like that, those guys are just amazing. So like you'll you'll find there are folders and on my desktop just full of reference stuff like from Mill Call and um, artists like that that I just will pull up and 
with Drew River, and then being like, oh, man, I'm never going to be as good as these guys, and then feel terrible for myself, and then uh, and I just got to kick myself out and go to it, because they're just so, they're just, they're, they're modern masters, they really aren't. So, you, you know, Chris, and, 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 and you're not you're not aware that you you don't do like a lot of art work. Right. Um, I'm, I, not, am, not, I am not art challenged. I am I am uh, I'm an amateur kind of I would call myself amateur cartoonist. And I would say it is the trait of no, every. No, cart- don't say it. Don't say amateur. Don't say amateur. That's a rule. You're I'm working on it, Chad. I'm working on it. Amateur or aspiring. If you want to be a cartoonist, if you want to be an artist. You are. I'm working on it, Chad. I'm working on it. Don't say amateur, don't say aspiring. I am an artist. That's what you want to do. There you go. I am a cartoonist. (laughs) But the thing with every cartoonist, and Chad just displayed it, is that every every cart you kind of know you're you're an artist when immediately you you have this thing of like your work is never good enough. Yeah, no. Where like you're always looking at your work and you can always see something. I never. I you know every turtle's issue. There's at least, you know, there's always a panel or two or a few pages where I'm just like, ugh, eh, I just didn't get that one right. You know, in comics, it's, it's, a, it's a deadline game. And so you, there are just days where I could spend two days working on this, this page and blow my deadline, or I just got to get it done and right. just learn from yeah. what I didn't get right. So, okay, you know, and there are artists out there who are incredible and they will take that time to make it perfect and good on them you know and yeah. they 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 get it done and it always looks amazing me i'm like i gotta hit that deadline i gotta make sure that my editors are happy and as long as it doesn't look like complete garbage um i'll always um take you know try to make the time to to get what i can get done but you gotta move on some time and just go all right right Learn from you know, any mistakes you made, and just don't do it again. No, I totally agree with you, but if it makes you feel any better, I've seen a bunch of the panels from the artwork, and I can't tell where you screwed up and where you messed up. It looks pretty damn good. Everybody, you know, you're you're always going to be your own harshest critic. Oh, my God, yeah. Believe me, I, there, you know, I'll I'll look through old ones I did. I mean, I can look through ones I did three years ago, and I'm like, how in the world did they let me have this job? (laughs) How did they do it? don't know i really don't and then i look at the stuff i did about like two months ago and i'm like okay all right it's not my favorite work but you know i can you know i certainly grew into the job as as i continue doing it and uh i'm sad that the book's on hiatus for a little bit uh while they're doing the batman miniseries um but yeah like but said, like you're doing a you cover know, on batman i'm doing, doing a cover on batman right so like i'm not completely done with the turtles i still get fun turtles commissions you know uh, that i get to do and but i'm still getting the I'm not. I'm not done with the turtles. Yeah, I'm not. you know what's funny um, is, is I'm hoping it's some Chad, more. Chad, I'm gonna turn that yeah. on its head. The turtles are not done with you, sir. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I will say this. So. You know, it's funny. Like, like you say, you know, I can't believe they're letting me do this. You know, when we all clock in and we all have our jobs and we clock in and they're like, they're still letting me do this. All right, <laughs> let's go. Amazing. Yeah. All right, we, we have kind of a philosophical question for you. If you, if I want to see how mind. you feel about yes, this. especially as someone who's in the industry. This is a topic, actually, that we talk we oh, talk quite about a lot. Uh, quite a lot on our on our podcast, and it's this: you know, with the constant stream of reboots and relaunches of superhero titles, do you mm-hmm. think that the superhero genre is in danger of becoming stale? And if so, what can we do to save it? So, so basically, is there only so many ways that you can tell about Bruce Wayne? His parents getting killed, him putting on a bat costume and fighting crime, and kind of you know the the complaint of comic books has been that these characters are sort of on this never-ending treadmill. Sure. Um, what, sure. What's your thought about that? Um, I I don't think they're getting stale. 
I just think the problem is um, that eventually, as a reader, you kind of grow out of these characters. And I, I think there's, you're not able to, a lot of people will just say, well, they're doing something wrong with the books because in their head they've created this own, their own headcanon, that they, there's a story in their head that they would like to see, that they would like to see this character go in this direction. But after a while, you know, it, it does feel stale to a reader who maybe has been reading Batman for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. But for somebody who maybe just picked up Batman last year, even five years ago, yesterday, this is going to feel fresh. This is going to be crazy and, and exciting, and there's going to be all that history that they're going to want to dive into, and it's not going to feel stale. And for me, whenever I would be Spider-Man, and I was like, ah, it's getting a little stale for me, well, I just dropped the book and I picked up uh, Flash, mm-hmm. and that was brand new territory, you know? That was totally new characters, totally new history that I got to dive into, and when I was kind of done with that, I'm like, well... But I want to turn out. I want to read a superhero book. There are so many superheroes out there. There's so much history. If something, if your favorite character is maybe not doing it for you at the time being, maybe it's just a writer-artist pairing is not what you're hoping to see. Just try something else. Follow follow writers and artists, and not characters. Take, um, take a vacation. You know? You're saying, so to speak, take a vacation yeah, from I mean, the character. I, I don't see why not. I mean, to me. Those in the stories, like I said earlier, I have very, I have certain runs and books that are just my favorites, and like I loved um, uh, Rucka and mm. Mom Burrow's take in Detective Comics, oh, right yeah. after No Man's Land. They did a run in that book that I just love, and to me, that's like one of my favorite Batman runs. And if I want to read a Batman story, I watch, you know the Bruce Timm cartoons and Dean cartoons, but I'll also pull up that run and I'll read that. Like if I want to read Flash. I love I love just John's run, and I've got all the I've got the big thick omnibus hardcovers. Oh, okay. Um, and so, like, I'll I'll pick those up and read them because I really like that specific run. That was story that I really love. Mark Wade's and Sonny's Daredevil. Holy smokes! Right. That's like I to me that's Daredevil. That's yeah. just the Daredevil that yeah. I want to read. And some people love Bendis and believes Daredevil, and that's always there for them to read. Right. And so, like, I like to look at I like to see. Um, Writers and artists have a chance to do a nice long-form story that they can tell a nice complete arc. Yeah. And I like to, to have like something big and thick and be like, you know what? Honestly, if say if um, when they were done, just kind of like with Mark Wade and Sony's Daredevil, when it ended, they literally just jumped into the new Marvel Now stuff. And Daredevil is back in New York. He's got a secret identity again. Right. All you know, different costume. And honestly, I'm just like, that's cool. That's you know, why not? I mean. Bernie's drawing it, and he's awesome, you know, and so Charles Soule is writing it, and he's amazing, so even though it's not, it doesn't continue the Daredevil arc and the storyline that I just loved, like, this one can be fun, too, and it's a totally different thing, just start from the beginning, just pretend like it's just a different era, it's a different version, like, I don't, I, I used to have this need that everything connected, that continuity really mattered, and as I've kind of grown out of that, now I just want to read good books, I want to read... Mm. I want to look at amazing art, and right. you know, so that's kind of how I'm at. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's going to grow stale for some people. But the best thing to do is just say, "All right, take a break." There are more. There are also read other book. Read a, read something that's not a superhero book. No, I, I like yeah. that. Paper Girls. Read Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughan and Cliff Chang. Read uh, like Headlopper by Andrew McLean. Like these are you know other books out there that are not superheroes that are 
awesome. Right. And I bet I, I push those I push those books on people far more than I do superheroes nowadays. Oh, see, I totally agree with you. Like for me, it kind of what started was uh, the Batman Shaman run in '93 with uh, O'Neill, Hannigan, and, and Beatty, mm-hmm. and for me. It was something new and different, but it actually told about Bruce Wayne's story becoming Batman, not him with the actual costume and what he does. So I can yeah. totally see, you know, depending on, on where that, that goes. Um, yeah. So, see, I I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, uh, Chad, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I am actually fortunate enough, I'm about to become a father, and hey, uh, yeah, congratulations. yeah, thank you, thank you. And I know that you're a father of two, so yeah. you know, I I gotta ask. I mean, how how do you balance parenthood against the busy demands of, of being a professional artist? Well, um, my wife Jill and I, uh, we've got a pretty good uh, partnership in in how we run things. My wife also works from home, um, so really the kids are kind of excuse me, um, the kids are kind of with her most of the day. Do you, do you have when a home she's studio? At a meeting, I will stop what I'm doing and I'll pop out and I'll take over so she can have a meeting. If I've got a hard deadline, she's got them. Um, and also, school starts in like two weeks, thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, for school. so preschool and school helps. Um, you know, but it's nice I, I, It's nice to work from home. Um, you, you have a home studio because, like, then? I see them throughout the day. You know, and so I know that there are some dads who they, they only get they get home at like six o'clock at night and then see their kid for about two hours, you know, before they kind of put him to bed and get him up in the morning. I get to see him right in the morning for breakfast for about an hour and I kind of hang out with him for a little bit. I get to come out, eat some lunch with them, watch them during some meetings, see them, you know, before bedtime. So like, I really, working from home has made me able to be uh, kind of, a lot more present, but it can be really tough because it really can break a rhythm when in momentum when you are in a good work group. So it just it's it's a balance. It can be tough. Um, you know, when I have my four year old, you know, barging into my studio in the middle <laughs> of the day demanding something, or my daughter's crying, or my wife's like, oh, I need to come out here because one of them spilled something. I need you to help me clean it up. Uh, you know, it can break some momentum, and you just you have to find that groove to get back into it. Kind sure. of roll with it and kind of be just roll that slow. So that's easier said than done. Sure, sure. What's if you don't mind my asking, what's your setup like in your in your studio? Do you have a drafting table? Well, yeah, I am. Um, well, so when we had my daughter, um, we uh, we we didn't really have a room for her because her room now was my studio. So what we we ended up doing was we converted our garage um, and like put like a air conditioner, heater splitter, we insulated the walls, put like brand like insulated garage door on the front, um, and carpeted it. So it's like a brand new like room space. So I have a huge studio space, which is really nice. Oh thank um, God. We were thinking you, you put, put the, the baby, baby in the, in the garage. garage. Oh my god. No, 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 we we renovated the whole thing because wow. we're kinda like, all right, well we're you know, we're kinda done having kids. We're, we're we like where we are in Texas. We're let's plant some roots. We're not looking to move, we're not looking to go anywhere. So we converted the garage, and now I have I have a drafting table, but mostly I've been working, um, I ink on the drafting table mostly, but I do pretty much all my pencil and um, kind of uh, like rough and thumbnail work on uh, Cintiq now. Oh, wow. So I kind of switched to, I just seem to, I just work a little bit faster digitally. I just can kind of uh, 
And when you have two kids running in throughout the day, you kind of need to pick that speed back up. Um, so the, and then what I'll do is I'll print it out, and then I'll ink on the drafting table. So that's what I did for Turtles for at least, I think, starting around issue eight of Amazing Adventures. I finally stopped trying to pencil and work for my thumbnails and actually started penciling on top of my thumbnails, tightening things up, and then printing to ink. You know, what's funny yeah. is, uh, you know, you say that you had to kind of give up your room for you to start. Uh, I, I know personally Jay has actually had to, he had a, a comic book room with all his figures and yeah. all his artwork and everything like that. And now that's kind of gone to the wayside and they've put in a crib and all this kind of stuff. Well, the baby. And, and absolutely, positively, I, I, best, best trade ever. Best trade ever. I, I do miss my room just a little bit, but, but I'm getting a yeah. kid out of it, which is, you know, Hundred times better. <laughs> and I've told you, you <laughs> hold property you get in the mind. To the comic, you get to take them to the comic book store. You get to, you know, they get to start their own collection. Soon their room's going to get sold. So it'll be nice. Yeah. I, so when we first, my wife and I first got married, I ended up having to get rid of, I think I had about 20 long boxes of comics. Oh, wow. And I had, and I had to chop it in half. Oh, God, I wish I knew fine. you, Chad. You could have called. It was fine. I mean, I, I took it in and I got credit at the store I went to. It just gave them all, and I just got a bunch of hardcover stuff. Oh. It was stuff I was never going to read. It was stuff, you know, that I was never going to touch again. And Dark Hawk so number one. I, I chopped it down considerably, um, and now I, I have, of course, I'm building it. I've built it back up over the past eight years, um, and I need to start. <laughs> sure. I probably need to go through again and, and do another culling. Uh, of my books, but um, I just got to figure out where to take them. But yeah. All right, all right. Um, do you have any advice for for new? I I had the word aspiring cartoonist, yeah. but I've crossed it out. I crossed it out. You've been, you've you've motivated me. I crossed it out, and it, I wrote new. So, do you have any advice for new well, artists? You know, I mean, uh, when I started and when I um, went to college, the internet was really was not as integral to um getting work and making yourself known as it is now like it is you you have to and this is coming from somebody who's pretty bad at it you have to be a good good at social media and getting your work out there mm -hmm. um and posting your work on twitter or instagram or something like that to find an audience um oh my god we can totally uh, agree we can agree on that it, and it, it can, it's pretty daunting it can be really frustrating uh and 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 hard to do, especially when you're like, oh, I hate this work. I don't want to put it out there. I don't want to put it online for people to see. Uh -huh. But, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's really nice to have something there where you can communicate with other artists to kind of encourage and get excited about other art. Um, but you, you got to post it and just, you know, just try to really get your stuff out there. Okay. Um, and, and like I was saying earlier when I was talking about always wanting, you know, looking at opening, I have folders of reference and I've got books of art and stuff like that. Find the, who, who are the influences that you love? Who are the artists and the masters that you just respect and appreciate and really study their work and, mm. and figure out how are they doing what they're doing? Mm -hmm. You know, like how are they, when, when, uh, Milt Call is drawing these gorgeous hands, and if anybody wants to know what I'm talking about, just Google Milt Call, K-A-H-L, hands. There's tons of reference there. And, like, and so you, you study it, copy it, and don't copy it to say that it's mine or my own, but just to figure out, like, well, how did they do this with, you know, with a pencil until that you're kind of develop, developing it on your own, and then you can kind of put that away and then work 
do it yourself. And so, and then you kind of incorporate your own style into it. So you can kind of find the, the artist that you love, find it, figure out about what it is that they're doing that you love so much and, and try to incorporate it. And then you just, you're just a big hodgepodge and mix of amazing art that you get to, to kind of produce. You become your own uh, artist after a while, but definitely study the masters, look at the people that you, you know, you love and, uh, make sure that um, you tell people. You know, make sure you, you go and show your work to people at conventions. Get your face out there because it's it's easier with the, so, with social media and the internet. It's also almost overwhelming because there's so much of it out there. Oh, sure, so, it's totally uh, flooded. Um, uh, you know, one one thing that push. yeah we were talking about was uh, October second. Um, yeah. we've got the big Melbourne toy and comic con. You want to tell us about what you're going to be doing there? And, uh, you know, I'm really excited. I'm going to come down. I'm going to hang out with uh, a buddy or two and we're yeah. gonna, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to bring some books some my turtle books. I'll probably have some mega man books. Oh, fantastic. Um, I'll have some, maybe some young Salem books that I did with Archie. Uh, and I will have original pages for sale. I'll be drawing commissions. If people want commissions, then people can, they can come by and I'll do, you can pay me to draw Spider-Man for them. Hey, look at that. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, so like, I'll, I'll just have a bunch of stuff, uh, on it with a, at a table set up and hopefully maybe a new printer too, uh, when I, when I go there, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to coming down. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Great. Because we're actually going to be there as well. So we're going to have to make awesome. sure that we stop by and at least say hi. Um, you know, I've I've been doing a, a few, a, a lot of shows in Florida over the past, I want to say two years, just off and on. I've really enjoyed it. Like the people, the the crowds and the the folks who drop by at the shows in Florida have always been just so nice, really awesome, really amazing people. And I'm looking forward to getting down and, and hopefully maybe seeing a few fans that I've I met before in other shows. That's great. That's fantastic. And we, and we want to remind yeah. the listeners of where and when that's going to be, Chris. You got right. that? Yep. That's going to be October 2nd from 10 to 5 at the Melbourne Auditorium. That's 625 Hibiscus Boulevard, Melbourne, Florida. Um, so you got to make sure. I, I think tickets are going to be on sale soon. Um, you're going to be able to get them. You can uh, also go to uh, Mike's Comics in Orlando. I believe you can get your tickets there That's as well. right across the street from the Florida Mall. Um, and so, yeah, you can come out, say hi to us, say hi to Chad. Um, it should be should, should be a good time. I mean, it's 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 going to be great. I'm just a bunch of. I mean, I'm we made this podcast just us nerds to have a conversation about uh, just comic books, science fiction, all things just nerdy, all things nerdy, just everything that we all love, and just to embrace our love of of this yeah. thing. And it's really great. It's really great the way that it brings people together. No, agreed. Especially, awesome. especially at these cons because you get to see what everybody loves, and we all get to talk about the things that we love. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to to be able to come down and and visit again and kind of hang out and hopefully meet some people. Hopefully, sell a few things so I can maybe go out and buy. See, I like going to shows uh, when I was. Uh, and, and making money so I can just go buy everybody else's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very different. Like when I was uh, when I was in college, uh, right after that, before um, setting up at shows became a much more of a, uh, a spectacle than it than it, uh, now than it was back then. Mm-hmm. I would literally have a, a handmade sign on my table 
that was before I draw next to any books, and I, it would literally say just like, "Hey, I'll I'll, I'll draw you something for like ten bucks or fifteen dollars on like eight and a half by eleven paper," and I would draw you know a few things for a few people, and I'd take that money and I'd immediately go spend it. Come back to the table and see if anybody would bite. You know, I draw them a quick five dollar picture and go buy a bunch of comics. So now I don't get to do that as much. Now I've actually got to bring money home, and pay for <laughs> oh, that's funny. plane and travel and stuff like that. And uh, you know, my wife's like, "What do you think?" And that's all right. We're gonna do it. But uh, back then, I, I just missed making money and going to buy books. Oh my god, buy books and toys and fill up my my garage studio. So. Hopefully, I can make enough that I can justify going out and right. a few things. No, agree. Well, well, Chris, your catchphrase, do you have advice to people coming out to the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con? Bring money. Bring money. Bring, bring money. Bring money. <laughs> yes, please, please do. And, you know, because like, I'm, I'm trying to remember who else is going to be there. I know Rob Guillory is going to be yeah, there. Yeah, real good. Uh, Jim Fern is also going to okay. be there. Awesome. And then uh, voice actor uh, George Lowe, who did Space Coast, Coast to Coast. I mean, oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna—it's really gonna be a great time. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm super excited about coming by, um, and it'll be good. There's there's some amazing folk, uh, or folks that are gonna be in, and I, I'm just looking forward to seeing my buddy Rob and get to hang out a little bit. And, yeah, and drawn drawn for people. That's gonna fantastic. be fantastic. Well, I'll be there, so please stop by. We, All right, Chad. Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate Absolutely. you having the time, being able to to talk about this event. It's going to be fun, and and yep. I'm really happy that we were able to actually sit down and and kind of discuss, you know, the things that are that are going on. And uh, if you do get the chance when you do to go to Melbourne uh, Toy and Comic Con, guys, go and see our buddy Chad because uh, he he's got a family to feed. So let's make sure that they <laughs> they're able to go to college at least. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Everyone, this has been Jay and Chris with a Just Us Nerds exclusive interview with Chad Thomas, artist for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, New Animated Adventures, and coming soon, he gets to lay his hand on Batman. Oh, phrasing. Oh, phrasing, phrasing. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.